This is, oh, what are you doing? You're fuzzy, honey. Okay. This is hysterical history. A broad perspective. Uh, a podcast of comedy where we are now in the same room recording and Alexis can reach out and touch me. Reach out and touch and someone. pull little fuzzies out of my blanket. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Your sick blanket. I'm my sick, my, my sick blanket. I should say, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And Haley's sick still. Uh, yeah, I'm a little sick, uh, but we got me up, and I haven't moved a lot. We were discussing this. It's like in the Victorian era when someone is just sickly. Yep. Like, I'm not ill. I'm just, if you touch me too much, like if you <laughs> if you reach out and your finger touches my shoulder, I'll just, like, go into spasms if and start coughing. If you have any amount of strenuous activity whatsoever on your body, it just shuts down. Exactly. It really does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just need to find someone rich to marry, and then I'll be set. There you go. Uh, we all. Yep. I guess. <laughs> so do you know what we're talking about today, Alexis? I do. What are we talking about? Uh, Hannibal, but not the cannibal man. I mean, maybe the cannibal man. Maybe oh. maybe a little bit the cannibal man. Interesting. Because I have been rewatching, uh, and I've been thinking... Oh, I thought you were implying that the historical Hannibal was a cannibal, and I was excited about it. <laughs> I've been... <laughs> I've that's been, not what you're saying at all. No, I've, I've just been on a rewatch of NBC's Hannibal, and it's like, two driven, kind of stupid individuals <laughs> made memorable by a particular pathology. Okay. Um, with an unusual fixation mm. that at once makes them terrifying and also uh, leads to their downfall. All right. Uh, except it's it's much worse for historical Hannibal because it's elephants. Is that worse? Yeah, I mean, it's not as cool as, like, cannibalism. That's, like... Okay. It's at least memorable. I mean, (laughs) I feel like elephants are better than cannibalism, but sure. Cannibalism, I mean, it rhymes. It does, and I'm sure that's why that's his name. You can't say (laughs) Hannibal the elephant. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) He's not an elephant. He's just elephant-loving man. The pachyderm. Hmm. Pachyderm. Okay. That's a good word. So, let me tell you about Hannibal and... If you ever want to look up Hannibal and get zero cannibal results on Google, look up Hannibal Barca, which is his, like, family name. His, his surname, okay. His surname, and it means, like, a ray or a bolt or, like, sun sunbeam or lightning or something. Mm. Um, so he's basically just Hannibal the Flash. Nice. Hannibal the Flash. Flash. Ah. Ah. Savior of the universe. Except he doesn't save anything. Literally nothing. Oh. Uh, so back in the day, Rome and Carthage, where Hannibal's from, uh, were the most important cities of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like around 300 BCE. Uh, Rome was like where it always is, was. And <laughs> okay. Carthage was on the northern coast of Africa. Right. Uh, and they had been neighbors for just years and years without uh, getting into a fight. So it was it was about time that they did. So you can only live next to someone for so long before you want to murder them. Uh huh. Yep. So they had like three uh, Punic Wars, and Carthage just lost really bad. But Hannibal's father uh, fought the 
first one. He was like okay. a big player in the first Punic War. And he he lost it. They didn't win any of the wars. Oh, poor Carthage. <laughs> yeah. Despite being like the more equipped people, it seems. Yeah, like they had um, resources and things. They had dominion over all the oceans and all the sea trade, <laughs> which is why they call it Punic Wars and not like Carthaginian Wars, because Punic comes from the uh, like Roman Latin word for uh, Phoenicians. Okay. Uh, so it's that's more like where they're coming from. Sure. But they lost, and now they don't have the seas anymore, so they can't like do a lot of trading. So they're they're more mad than ever. Mm. They hate Rome so much. I mean, they're the worst. So yeah. No offense to current Rome, but old Rome's the worst. Old, old Rome is so bad. Ancient Rome sucks. Yeah. Carthaginians were also bad. They had no ideals. All they wanted was, like, money <laughs> and howling around and having a big old time. Mm-hmm. And Romans, as we know, are stern and dignified. Oh, yeah, of Living course. hard, frugal lives. Yes. Uh, How could they not? Adhering to traditional Latin values, like gravitas and mm-hmm. adultery. My favorite and ones. And bacchanals. Yep, yep. All the all the seven deadly sins, all at once. <laughs> all of them. Yep. All at once. They're angry and they're greedy and they're drunk and they're having sex and they're lazy and terrible. Yep, full of themselves. Uh, <laughs> so the first Punic War lasted for like twenty four years, and then it ended, <laughs> as they often do. Yeah, they they try really hard to not end it. They they keep coming back. I mean, until... twenty four years is real long. It's pretty long. And I know they don't have guns and stuff, but that's still pretty long. Yep. Uh, let me see. Hamilcar is Hamil Hannibal's 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 father. Hamilcar. And uh, he did a lot to lose the first one. And the Romans <laughs> marooned him. Like it's his fault. <laughs> I mean, he worked pretty hard. He's like, you know what? I'm going to win this, and then it's like, mm, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did not. Mm. Uh, it runs in the family, as we're going to find out. Oh. But we begin with him uh, because back in his hometown, he would gather his children, his family around him, and they would all hate the Romans together. Oh, that's so nice. Bonding experience for families. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like Christmas, but this is like 300 years before anything related to Christmas. Sure. Or like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of cultures that kind of are bonded together by their hate of other cultures. All of them, I think. Probably, yeah. All of them. Yeah. So that's what they do. They would just all sit around and hate the Romans until they were fit to bursting with it. What a good time. What a good time. (laughs) Uh, but there were there were three sons: Hannibal, Hasdrubal, and Mago. Oh, Mago! He's like the odd son out. Jeez. He's the weird one. They're I kinda... all like H's, and then they get Mago on the end. And they get Mago. That's how my family is, you know. All my sisters' names end in A, except for mine. Yeah. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Literally all of my other sisters, and I'm like, what? And and there's no explicable reason. My mom was just like, eh. And then this one. And then this one happened. I got, Different one. I got bored. <laughs> but when Hannibal was nine, his dad took him into the Temple of Baal and was like, Son, I know we've been doing these family traditions of hating the Romans, but I want you to promise me, in addition to all of your homework, 
that you will swear to hate the Romans forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Not to, like, defeat them or, like, to avenge him or something, just to hate them forever. Yeah. and Okay. And at the age of nine, Hannibal already has, like, like uh, hatred wrinkles on his forehead. Oh, I'm sure. Because they're very intense. I feel like he's whispering to them as babies, like, the Romans are the worst. The Romans are terrible. <laughs> oh, they're so... They're so bad. You just... Oh, I took all our ships. I can't wait for you to stab one of them right in the heart. Stab him right in the heart. <laughs> it's like how some families... boy. When some, like, some families are really into, like, sports. A sport. Right. And they're, like, they'll decorate their whole kid's room all, like, with baseballs uh-huh. or basketballs or footballs or whatever. Yep. Yep, exactly. And so they grow up and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do that thing. Because so, they're just decorated with, like, bloody Roman soldier pictures. Yeah, it's just, like, Roman corpses and just, like, how much you hate Romans. <laughs> So that's Carthage, and that's uh, <laughs> Hamilcar and Hannibal. All right. Uh, so Hannibal goes on to be a famous general, and he wins a lot of battles. Um, he's, like, one of the most successful generals of all time, basically. In, in Carthage or in general? Like, in general. Like, like ever. <laughs> Not to make a pun about generals. Um, like, in general? Yeah, in, he's, in, in general, general, he's the best general that he's ever generaled. In generals, he's the best. <laughs> If you talk about inside generals, he's the best of all of them. Mm-hmm. But but actually, he's he's just people think he's really great in general. Yeah, Overall. like he has uh, one battle, and I'm probably gonna mispronounce it. Eh. But like everyone pronounces it differently. Um, battle of Cane, Cane. Sure. Anyway, I don't care. I mean, when we did the Governor Morris episode, I said governor the whole time, and that was neither of the options I was given. So that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Do whatever you want. We decide our own path. You, yeah. know, you know what? He's dead, and uh, unlike Andrew Jackson, <laughs> he's not going to, like, crawl his way out of Hades to come and get us. No. And you know what? Like, if you came here for exact pronunciation, you came to the wrong place. No. Also, uh, I'm sick, so I am... Um, so many reasons that we don't do it. I'm, in, I like, I'm like, under a blanket right now. I'm huddled <laughs> under a soft blanket. But this battle, it's... Uh, do you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, yes, sometimes. So the, I don't know if it was the last episode, but like second to last, the big battle between Jon Snow. I haven't watched it, all of it at least. I've uh seen parts of it, but I know it was really like well done and people who Uh like are into um, military situations, I don't know the right word is, um, that they were really impressed with like the choreography of it and everything. Right, and just the cinematography is really good. It's sort of like if you like... Lord of the Rings, it's that times okay. 10 in a shorter time period. It's intense. Yeah, it's a really good episode. I forget what it's called. Nobody but cares. the the tactic that the other side uses is to surround uh, John's forces and just kind of slowly inch inch in. forward with right. their spears out until everyone just gets impaled. Just amoeba eat them. <laughs> but that's what uh, Hannibal does to the Romans, except instead of like a small ragtag bunch of northerners in a fictional world, it's like 70,000 Romans. Right. And I mean, that's a good tactic. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, even in modern battle, like you try to flank people and that's basically the same thing. Like you're trying to get on all sides of them. Yep. But, uh, they, he did it with a much smaller force, and the Romans were like, this'll be easy. So they kind of just kept pressing forward. 
thinking they would like make the middle give out. Right. Instead it just kind of slowly enveloped them <laughs> like an amoeba. Ate them and absorbed their power and continued on life. <laughs> and then slowly <laughs> murdered every single one of them. Hooray! Over an entire day. It was pretty bad. Oh gosh. For the Romans. Wait, so how many do you know how many soldiers the Romans lost? Uh, uh, the numbers were close to? Uh, it was a lot. Okay. They don't. They don't know the exact amount, just because people uh, like hundreds or like thousands. Definitely thousands. More like tens okay. of thousands. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, so it would have been. It was. I read somewhere. If you do the math, it's like a hundred deaths per minute. Oh gosh. Uh, over the course of the entire day, and it's all hand to hand. That's so you, insane. So it's not like just like shooting a gun into a crowd and people die. Right. You have to go in and actually murder people by hand. A minute. For an entire day, it's just. Oh my gosh. It's just a slaughter by the end of how, it. How how could they even like have the stamina for that? I don't know. I mean, I leave the house to go get groceries, and I come back, and I'm like, ugh. I don't ever want to leave my house again. I guess it's time to watch like three, four, six hours of the of the office, right? So that I can relax, <laughs> right? Before I do something else. But that's why we're not generals, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. We wouldn't. We would scrub out of boot camp real fast. <laughs> we have the weak constitutions. I know. We do. we do. We do have weak constitutions. Anyway, uh, but after that, Rome doesn't. Uh, surrender, which is what you would think they would do. Okay. Uh, like Ballsy. One of the worst losses in military history ever. Like, if they compare it to other things, they compare it to, like, uh, battles in modern warfare, mm-hmm. like World War One or Two, where right. they have, like, automated weapons and stuff. Right. Where it's really easy to slaughter, like, 50 people in, mm-hmm. like, a couple minutes. But the numbers are so much worse mm-hmm. because the population's so much smaller. Right. But that's a huge portion of population at that time. That's which, crazy. Yeah. Which none of this is, like, super funny. We know you came here for the giggles. <laughs> for the giggle times. That's all you want. Um, but that's just, like, once he gets into Italy, he just wreaks havoc, and the Romans aren't having any of it. Well, you gotta know how B.A. he is, so mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah, he makes sense in the future. Right. He's for cereal. Yeah. He hates these Romans. He's been raised to hate them. And you know what? He's gonna just destroy all of them. Destroy all of them. Oh, is his dad dead when this happened? Or do you think he was still alive? Mm, I think he was dead. Okay. But I'm not sure. So I'm like, he's... Because I just imagine him being so proud. He's just like so proud. You you killed a hundred of them a minute. Like that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's my boy. He's the proud dad up in the (laughs) up in the bleachers. Like yeah, get him! (laughs) Like and he's so loud and excited that all of the other parents are like, "Can you stop it?" All the other parents are a little bit afraid. He's like that team sucks so these children i know like it's it's like a jv peewee uh basketball or yeah like softball and he's shouting it's like expletives right like f them up <laughs> the other parents are like oh we're all gonna get snow cones after this can we not be mean <laughs> no it's just a game murder <laughs> we have to murder them <laughs> literally use your bat uh, but the thing you've probably, the thing you've come here to hear about, it's like if you had a podcast about Hannibal Lecter, you'd want to talk about cannibalism. Of course. The thing you want to talk about with Hannibal the Flash of Carthage mm-hmm. is his elephants. Yes. Which we teased earlier. War elephants. War elephants. War, what is it good for? Elephants. Yeah. Well, it's not actually good for elephants, I don't think, but... Um, it's good like once. Sure. We'll talk about that. 
but I'm like I'm super into the African fauna, as you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of just like know about elephants, not as much as I know about crocodiles. Right, of course not. But elephants uh, are used were, I guess I don't I don't think they're used anymore. Maybe some places I don't I don't think so. For what? For war times. Oh, I don't think so at all. For war, I don't um, think so. I think we probably it know might about be it like on the news. Maybe transport, uh, like agriculture. Yeah, and sometimes. like yeah, some. To move something, or uh, but elephants when they're used in war are terror weapons. There's just they're 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 the shock and awe because they're huge. They're huge and they're scary. And during they this can time, crush you with their foot. Like uh, when Hannibal uses elephants in Italy, that's probably the first time in their lives Romans had ever seen an elephant. Which like I can't even comprehend that. Right. I mean, well, they don't have zoos or the internet, so it's basically just like your local stuff is what you got. Right. It's like that. They don't have elephants in Italy normally. It's so. it's just it's so you have this huge thing that's part terror weapon, part siege weapon, part like tank. Uh, Do you think they had, like, heard of elephants? I think they'd heard of elephants because they're part of, like, legendary battles that other people have done before. Okay. So they know that they probably exist. Yeah. So <laughs> some some were most of the Romans, like, had heard of the concept of elephant. Okay. But they had never seen one. Right. But they don't expect them to just show up right. to a battle that they're in. And they definitely weren't preparing to see them in their backyard because right. of how Hannibal gets them into Italy. So at this point, as we said, uh, after the First Punic War, Rome controls all the oceans. Mm. So they're like, they're pretty confident that no one's going to be like shipping in soldiers through the ocean. Right. And they have the Alps to the north, which are, like, crazy high mountains. Oh, yeah, they're humongous. They're big. They're not, like, the Appalachian Mountains. No. If you know anything about those. They're, they're like, rolling hills. Yeah, yeah. Appalachians aren't even really mountains, let's be serious. No, they're so old that you can barely see them. You know where mountains, frickin' Rocky Mountains are mountains. Yeah, like Rocky Mountains or, anyway, Alps. Alps. Alps are crazy. And Hannibal not only gets his entire army over there, over the Alps, into Italy, after crossing Europe. But he gets 37 war elephants over there, too. Gosh. Uh, he doesn't lose any elephants in the trek. He's, he's very concerned about them. I'm, just, I'm still thinking about the Alps and how hard it is to get across them. Yeah. Because, like, that's what saves Switzerland entirely uh-huh. from uh-huh. war for, like, hundreds of years. Right. Is that they are entirely surrounded by those exact mountains. Yep. Right? And Hannibal and gets over they're there. like, it's just not worth it to no, even try. It isn't. You know, like, um, nobody ever thinks it is. Even in World War II, they're like, it's too much effort yeah. to even try to get over it. Yeah. So just that, leave them alone. Exactly. And that's like in the modern times. Yeah. In the ancient world, Italy <laughs> was like, hell no, no one's coming over those. Right, because you'll just die. Just you don't die. have enough food. And like, they don't have like clothing that's really built for that either. No. You know, they don't have supplies or like even real shoes like that we have now that actually keep out moisture and don't destroy you. Right. So, Especially from Northern Africa. Right. It's not cold there. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not cold there. It's not. They don't have snow and stuff normally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine, like, being Switzerland, and then, like, an army shows up, they walked, and they have elephants? No. Oh. You, you would not be prepared. No, of course not. You'd just be like, how did... <laughs> 
What the hell? How did you get through our protective shield barrier how of did, giant murder mountains? How is that even possible? <laughs> I don't get it. And historians are still trying to, like, they still debate, uh, like, what route he could have possibly taken. Oh, that's their favorite thing to do. That's their it's favorite like thing. Nerdy yeah. nitpick about just, like, the stupidest crap. That it's like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. He got there, right? It really doesn't matter that and much. I, I say that having a degree in history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. But, like, having the degree you know, like, you can spot them from a ways off the topics that you know people argue uh-huh. about just because it's fun to do and useless. Right. See, I would love to argue with someone about, like, Napoleon's hair color. That'd be great. Right. <laughs> if they have, like, oh a really gosh. strong opinion about being one color. Uh, so, as, as, like, stupid and ridiculous as it is, that's kind of the only sane way... Well, the only sane way you could get elephants in Italy would be the ocean. So, Hannibal does the insane thing, and he takes them over the mountains. Which is actually good military tactics. You yeah. do the thing they're not expecting. Of course. Yeah. Element of surprise. It's humongous in... War. But also, he's not, like, defending his home turf. Right. He He's, like, diving right in, unprovoked. Well, sort of. Well, and it, I feel like in, in that way, it's easier to take a risk, too. Yeah. Like, because you're not risking your homeland. You're not even close to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can do crazy, stupid crap. Oh, my gosh. So another thing people argue about is, like, what kind of elephant he had. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because they're like, he probably didn't have Indian elephants because it's like a... A continent away, a couple continents away. Right, and there's not a real easy way to transport them. And right. Yeah. But the sub-Saharan African elephant is so mean and so, like, not trainable. Right. That they're like, could it have been that one? And then they're also like, maybe it was a smaller subspecies that is now extinct that he did. Right. I was going to say, are they, they're thinking the current African elephants, mm-hmm. right, are the mean ones. Maybe they didn't used to be as mean. Well, they were probably still really mean. Okay. I mean, there's a reason why. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You look at India and they use their Indian elephants for, you know, like moving logs and stuff. Right. And they're pretty trained. No one in Africa uses elephants. To do anything. To do anything. And there's a reason why. They just hang out in the, de- in the frickin' They just hang out. Desert and stuff. I know they're the worst. <laughs> Got it. I mean, they're 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 so terrifying. African elephants, like they okay. think the subspecies that Hannibal had was like, uh, like an eight foot variation instead of like the eleven, twelve foot variations that okay. exist now. But it's still huge, right? Eight foot, eight foot's still real big. Just, uh, well, and people used to be significantly shorter, generally. Mm-hmm. Like, so it would seem larger to them also. Right. You know? Because we have, like, seven-foot people now. Right. But they don't. They, yeah. they have, like, four-and-a-half-foot people. If they did, it was like, <laughs> what are you? Yeah, they would. Well, I feel like you probably wouldn't survive because they'd think that you were some sort of giant and they'd want to kill you. Right. Or and, they'd give you their city. One of the two. Right. And the Carthaginians would give them wine before battles. The elephants. The elephants. They're getting their elephants drunk. They're getting their elephants before battle. Rip roaring drunk. Which are they like? Fun fact: Elephants love getting drunk. Really? They love huh. it. They really like alcohol. Uh, it's a popular that's myth. So weird. At least in South Africa, that elephants will like seek out fruit that's been fermented. Okay. From certain trees. But it's because they like alcohol. Yeah, and that's like, why that myth exists. Yeah, and they'll just like eat till they rampage or just fall the hell over. <laughs> oh gosh, they're like frat boys, but huge and murderous. That's so weird. Wait, so they're they're like 
getting the elephants to like open up and like dumping it in their mouth or they're like just handing it to elephants to drink themselves. I imagine that they just have like a trough full of wine and the elephants drink it. That's a good idea. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. But so you have these. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) I had no idea that elephants liked alcohol. But so they're huge, vaguely untrainable, drunk, rampaging, drunk terror monsters. Okay. And they have sharp, Piercing bone spears coming out of their faces. Out of their face. Yep, and, and they, they have smashy feet and beady, angry, bloodshot, yellow murder eyes. Huge hulking frames and trunks that pick things up. Yeah, like trunks that are like little whip tweezers out of their face. I they, mean, if they were trainable to be your weapons, they would be really good weapons. Yeah, but uh, but they're not. So you were gonna have a bad time. You were gonna have such a bad time, <laughs> Hannibal. Is it because they're too smart? Do you think? I know, because, like, Indian elephants are smart, too. Right, but I mean specifically for battle. It's like that they have oh. they have too much kind of of their own, like, not will, I guess, but, like, consciousness. Mm. They're just, like, refusing to do things. No. Or you think it's because they're too stupid. I, they, or neither. <laughs> uh, well, not too smart, because uh, okay. half the time they're drunk anyway. Right. But <laughs> a lot of times they just panic. Okay. Or, yeah, I think probably too stupid. Okay. It's it's too much of their natural animalistic instincts that they can't be yeah. trained to they're, do they they're, do. they're certainly not trained enough, because to an elephant, right. uh, they don't know the difference between, a, between Hannibal and a Roman. Of course. So they're just going to rampage. Right. Uh, which is, oh my gosh, which is a problem with elephants. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know the phrase uh, Pyrrhic victory? Um, yeah, it's when you win, but something bad happened to you, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a victory that's uh, so costly or so terrible, like to gain. Yeah. That it's, it's like, did you win at all? That it's basically a failure. It's right. not worth the effort of winning it. <laughs> the example I've heard when I've like looked that up before mm-hmm. was like, you're dared to drink a gallon of milk and you do succeeded it, but then you vomit later, and it's like, well, well, <laughs> I guess you won. I guess you uh. won. Uh, so the, that phrase is yeah. from uh, a Greek or Greek area king, Emperor Pyrrhus. Okay. And the uh, Hannibal would have known about him, the Romans would have known about him, which is why I think they like would have at least known what elephants were. Right. Because uh, Hannibal's certainly not the first person to use elephants. In war, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's telling that the Carthaginians heard about this terrible example and were like, we should do that. But uh, Emperor Pyrrhus used war elephants uh, in a great victory slash loss. Okay. Uh, that gives us that phrase. Like the phrase, the battle that he won, but at like such a terrible mm-hmm. price that it was basically a loss was where he used elephants. Gotcha. And Hannibal's like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> I want to be the guy who wins and also loses at the same time. Right. So, like, elephants will, they're great the first time you use them. Right. Because the other side doesn't know what they are. They don't know what to do. Uh, they're, they're panicked. Yeah. They're, they're just dying left and, and right. it's easy to stab them because they're scared and they don't know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but a- after that, it gets a bit iffy. Like, uh... Like even before then, it gets iffy because they can get turned around. They mm. like they don't know the difference between people. Right, they're drunk, so you can't really control yeah, them. That's not good. 
Uh, they all have a rider, and the rider has, like, a pointed stick so they can kill the elephant if, like, oh. they're afraid stuff's going wrong. Right, because, like, like, the first image in my head is, like, them, like, there's soldiers in front and elephants behind. I don't know if they're leading with elephants or not. But, like, if they have any soldiers in front, like, I would be afraid as a soldier that this drunk elephant is just going to spear me right through the back right. with its tusk immediately. Pretty sure they use elephants in the front. Probably. Uh, but the problem is that sometimes elephants just walk backwards. Right. So then you get Or end up behind you. That are trampled. So people get trampled a lot. If you panic them, they'll they'll turn around and spear your own right. people. Right, or just kind of, like, dance in a circle. Uh, yep. I mean, it's really bad when your like your greatest asset is dangerous to you if it just like walks <laughs> right. backwards. It's not good. And starts slowly trampling your dudes. Right. Or just kinda whips its head one way or the other. Uh but then the fun part, which uh, this is this is my fun part, okay. is that Rome starts coming out with anti elephant technology. <laughs> I mean, if someone gives you a problem, you got to figure out how to solve the problem. Right. And it's like this escalation of warfare, but it's all centered on elephants, oh, which that's great. I love. Uh, so, like, there's special horse uh, acrobatic exercises that they still do today that's all founded on, like, killing elephants. Hold on. Yeah. Horse acrobatic exercises. Yep. Are the horses doing the acrobats or acrobatics or the people? I think the people, mostly. Okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining like horses doing backflips. Yeah, I don't think that's what's happening. I mean, maybe it doesn't specify. Oh, okay. In the in the in the literature, but they still do it. The they Romans, still, they still do it. Uh, well, Italy, I mean, or everyone, people today still do. It. I don't know. If sure. Okay. In Italy, I think in other places. I mean, I'm assuming not for war because we don't do military no. horse things really anymore. No, it's like for sport, now. right? Or like reenactments, maybe. Mm-hmm. Those reenactors love being legit, right? So, they learned how to do like intricate spear work. So if you can kill the rider on top, then it's just a loose cannon. Kill the horse, the rider falls down. Kill the rider, the rider falls down. Uh, yep. The elephant's it. still fine. Elephant's <laughs> still fine. Uh, they learn to start bringing fire onto the field. Oh. Because elephants don't like that. I mean, most animals don't. Most so animals, yeah. People don't particularly like being set on fire either. That's true. They're pretty notorious for that. Uh, don't... Try that at home. No. No, just keep the fire to a minimum at home. Yeah. So uh, your fire safe places. Yep. Like your fireplace. And then uh, slowly but surely they get to my favorite tactic, which is war pigs. Oh, okay. War pigs. <laughs> so are these like boars or are they like pigs? War pigs are pigs okay. reported to have been used in ancient warfare. As a military animal, mostly as countermeasure against war elephants. Okay. Um, <laughs> according to uh, legend slash record, uh-huh. uh, Alex the Great Douchebag yep. used uh, learned of the tactic when he was in India. Okay. Uh, and then other people in like other history of wars records um, that the. This is completely different. The defenders of Edessa suspended a squealing pig from the walls to frighten away Kosrau's single siege elephant in the 6th century AD. So elephants are afraid of pigs? I guess that's that's the tell. <laughs> I mean, there's always the thing about like elephants being afraid of mice, which I'm like, I don't think that's real, and that seems stupid. Um, and then liking peanuts, I also don't think that's real either. Right. But are they like... 
putting weapons on the pigs, oh. like spears or something, or are they just sending out pigs? Uh, so confused. Well, they escalate. Okay, so they, they start with just straight pigs, and then... I, I think they probably start with just straight pigs. Okay. I think uh, goats or rams are also okay. an idea. Rams make sense. But just, just imagine this bizarre arms race going on. Of animal. Like one side has elephants. Yeah. So the other side gets pigs. Okay. And so the other side has to start raising their elephants with baby pigs so they get used to the squealing. <laughs> and then the other side has to escalate to something worse than war pigs. That's so cute, though. They imagine, like, baby <laughs> elephants and little baby pigs. Uh, that's so cute. But they, they absolutely did that. They did start. Oh, my gosh. The problem is that elephants take so long to, like, grow Mature, yeah. That it doesn't really matter. Even their gestation's, like, hugely long. It's so it's long. like... It's isn't it like a year and a half? Something like it's that. Like thirty six months or something. Yeah, like fourteen or, months or something. Months. I don't know how to do math. Fourteen <laughs> months sounds right. <laughs> uh, so I don't have it on record that this was part of the arms race, but there are records in general uh, from military writers of the time of something called tantalizingly incendiary pigs. Fire explosive pigs. Or flaming pigs. Oh, no. Are they setting the pigs on fire? They're kind of setting the oh, pigs on no. fire. Oh, That's so mean. <laughs> They're kind of setting what? the pigs on fire. Why are Romans so evil? Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. So they would douse pigs oh with gosh. combustible no. pitch and crude oil or resin and set them aflame. That's so sad. And send them hurtling and squealing madly towards the enemy's war elephants. Do the pigs actually keep running that way? I I don't know. Because I'm like, that's you're creating the same problem as the elephants, where the pigs can just turn around and set you on fire. Right. Oh, my gosh. Probably. Oh, my gosh. But but the elephants, uh, who are probably drunk uh, and... Understandably, I should add, mm. dumbfounded and frightened right. out of their minds at what they're seeing before them. Oh, of course. Uh, would bolt uh, from the onslaught of bacon. Yeah, that's literal madness. Trampling huge numbers of their own soldiers to death. <sighs> yeah. And I can't say I blame them. No. If I saw a flaming pig coming at me, even if I am used to war and elephants in war, I'm gone. Yeah, so. As a human. Right. You're, you're a human. <laughs> you're a human uh, with. Ancient Roman and or Carthaginian armor and weapons. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of tens of thousands of other people. Right. And there are drunk elephants on one side Mm -hmm. and flaming pigs on the other. Well, and unlike the elephants, I can actually process what the flaming pig is, why it's there, what it could do to me. Elephants just see a running flame. Right. And they're like, what the F? No. Get that away from me. Uh, but minus the flame, I think this is basically what happened to Pyrrhus. Some like they attacked him with pigs. Uh, I think there might have been pigs, oh. or maybe one pig. But this is what happened sixty years, sixty years before Hannibal had his big losing battle and lost the second Punic War. <laughs> well, you know what they say about history and repeating and stuff. Maybe oh, don't do yeah. the exact same thing somebody else yeah. did. I have a note that <laughs> Romans were exploiting the squealing pig trick to repel war elephants <laughs> with Pyrrhus in two seventy five B C. Oh yeah. So they already knew 
They knew this was a good idea. They already had the technology. Yeah, this is why you can't come at them with the same things, right? If even if like it wasn't, they were attacked with elephants. If they've used the elephants, they can, they know what's up. Yeah. So this is beforehand. Yeah. This is before Hannibal. So he already knows, right? And Hannibal should know. Yeah. That they would know. And I guess elephants were also used in the first Punic War, but okay. not in the third. And you can guess why. <laughs> but I have a huge list here of the performance of Carthaginian elephants, okay. the, the elephant corps. And it was rather mixed, as you can imagine. Right. Uh, as I, I think this is from Wikipedia. They say, illustrating the need of proper tactics to take advantage of the elephant's strength and cover its weaknesses. It's a little bit judgy there uh-huh. at the end. Right. Cover uh, its weaknesses. But let me see. And 255 elephants ineffective due to terrain. Okay. 251. Romans were able to terrify elephants <laughs> being used unsupported, which fled the field. Uh, Battle of uh, something else. Tunis. Tunis. Sure. Charge of the Carthaginian elephants helped to disorder the legion, so that helped. Mm. They won that one. Uh, elephants over the Alps. Famous. That's what we're talking about now. Yep. Uh... Although I don't think any of them survived the entire campaign, one of them I think survived because there is one. Oh. There is one famous elephant that was the one Hannibal rode himself. Ah, uh, that one survived the whole time. And I think that one survived at least until the end. Okay, that was his favorite. That was like his pet elephant. I mean, it was clearly the best one. So, yep, good job. Uh, Romans eventually deployed effective anti-elephant tactics. <laughs> I can't. Leading notably to Hannibal's defeat no. and his final death. Just flaming pigs <laughs> with spears on their backs. It's all I can see oh in my, my brain. Yeah, it's terrifying, isn't it? Oh, and I could hear the squealing in my ears. It's horrible. It's real bad. Oh, my gosh. His final defeat at the Battle of Zama in 202 BC, back on uh, back on his home turf. Mm-hmm. So this is back in northern Africa against his, I guess, his nemesis, Scipio Africanus. Scipio. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I can't take his name. I can't take him seriously ever because his name is Scipio. I just, nope. By the end of the Second Punic War, there were so many dead Romans. Like, Scipio's not a hardened, weathered general. He's sort of like a... He's a new boy. Yeah, he's kind of a new boy. He's Mm. kind of like, have you ever seen Rudy? No. It's a football movie. Oh, I thought it was about a dog. Continue. Uh, but he's Rudy. He's like the little the little guy that they take because like everyone else died from elephants. <laughs> and they're like, this guy can do it. This guy can throw a football. Right. And pig skin. Right. But he uh, but he was at that pig that, skin. <laughs> he was uh, Scipio was at the Battle of Cane uh, or Cane. Okay. Uh, and just weaseled out of it somehow. So he's seen he's seen the bad business. He's seen the real. He's seen the bad bad. He he knows how bad it can be. Right. Uh, but oh, okay. stupid computer. It's just the screen's false. Let me see. Yeah, I can never take him seriously because Scipio. No, it's terrible. Anyway, the in that instant, the final like last battle. This is my favorite thing. Uh, they charged with elephants. The Carthaginians did. Mm-hmm. And do you know what the Romans did to counter the elephants? I don't. Uh, they just stepped out of the way. 
see it coming. They're like, Ooh. they really did. They it's lateral they, movements. They formed uh, like little tunnels in the ranks. They just kind of moved, and the elephants saw the path of least resistance. Of and, course, and ran all the way through. Right, because they don't know their job is to murder them. They just yeah, or know that they're being told to go forward. There's they're a like, drunk, okay. and there's an empty place to run. So they went that way. We. So that was the final and most elegant anti-elephant. Technology was stepping out of the way. I mean, it's very smart. And Hannibal lost that battle, and that lost the entire war. It's, it's. I mean, when you can be beaten just by people moving out of your way, yep. it's pretty bad. It's really bad. Uh, it also like, sounds like these, like, I don't know if you're going to get to this or not, but it sounds like, obviously, these elephants are a hindrance to him in many ways. But, like, very specifically, like, he had really good tactics, and then he is so obsessed with them that he just, like, fails entirely. Right. Like, he gets so into the idea that they're going to be good, that they're and they're just not, right. that it just, like, ruins him entirely. He's got to have, he's got to have the elephants. Right. Which, it's like, you know, it's like a... When Napoleon gets fixated on England and everybody's like, no, dude, you've got, like, almost all of Europe. Can you just chill? And he's like, no, I need England. And that's just just why he loses. Can you just for a second? He's like, no. I need it. I need England and I need my elephants. Yeah, probably Hannibal the Flash's biggest flaw was that he didn't realize he did way better without elephants than he did with elephants. Right. But he had to have those elephants. It's also crazy to think that someone who had such good tactics and maneuvering that they, like, were one of the best generals early on could be defeated by stepping out of the way. Right. Just That's step, so, like... Just step out of the way. There's no better proof that he's, like, so obsessed with this that it's be- his, his virtue has become his vice. Yep. <laughs> it's real bad. Like, if that's your ace in the hole, your biggest, baddest weapon... And it can be effective yeah. by stepping out of the way or by anything that could ever, yeah. even vaguely, be described as an incendiary pig. Right. That's when you realize you don't have an ace in the hole, you have a you have a deuce. Yeah, maybe maybe you're better <laughs> off thinking of a more sustainable solution. Like it's not helpful and it's not gonna work. Uh, like the Battle of Cana, no elephants. Right. No elephants, just like tactics. And one of the best one battles ever. Just it's shocking. It's insane. It's shocking. And, like, the entire time he's, like, riding home, he's like, send me more elephants. Oh, gosh. And they're like, uh, we don't really want to. That's not really what you actually need, bro. We don't really want to. Uh, his brother tries, I think. Wait, which one? Uh, Hasdrubal. Okay. It's not Mago. Not Mago. Uh, I never hear anything about Mago. I think he's no. sort of the failure. That's sad. Mago's my favorite. I know. I really want to learn about Mago just because he's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about him, but I picked him as my favorite because of his weird name. It kind of sounds like Mango, and I like mangoes, too. And that's reason enough to (laughs) research a man. Sure. Dead man. That's how we figure out our topics on this show. We just pick whoever's name sounds the most like Mango, and that's what I go with. We found one. Yep. He's he's long dead. (laughs) There's probably no information about him whatsoever. Uh, So he, I think, has dribbled, tried to... Well, I'm, I'm, of course, probably getting his name wrong. There's too many H's. Eh. Like, every family in Carthage right. probably had, like, six Hannibals in its family. Oh, gosh. And more Hamilcars and Hasdrubals than you could shake a stick at. There's too many. It's way too many. And it's a good thing they're dead, probably. Because <laughs> there's too many H's. It's true. Uh, but his brother tried to bring more elephants, I think, and the Romans uh. caught him and, like, sent his... <laughs> 
put his head on a pike. And just did this motion turn around. Yeah, and they like murdered everyone. They're like, no, we, we know that trick now. Yes. What are you doing? Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. What are oh, you gosh. doing? They have to be like, I don't know, how, how much, do you know how much time is happening between these battles? Like the big bad murder battle and then like the elephant battles? I'd have to look it up. He's okay. in he's in Rome for a long time. He's there for like 30 years or something. Okay, so it could be like decades ago that that happened. Sure. Because I'm just thinking about like if the same soldiers are fighting. Or like, if or if like if their kids or something, then I'm like, they're like, man, Hannibal really went downhill. You know what I mean? Like I was in this battle with him, and then now he just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I was, I thought we were supposed to be scared of him, and now, man, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're all pretty much the same people. Okay, because like Scipio is in the Battle of Cana, and then he's right, the general, the, the major up top. Yeah, voice. and then he's the he's the the leader during the final battle gotcha. at the end of the war. So he's he's seen a significant amount of Hannibal, mm-hmm. which is impressive uh, given like how many people are dying all the time. Right, uh, like in that that one battle, I have some stats here. Uh, it says here the highest loss of human life is single day in any battle recorded in history. Oh gosh! Uh, in terms of sheer numbers, uh, the bloody day probably accounted for over forty thousand Roman deaths, uh, but that number is put. At 55,000 or 70,000 okay. by some people, but who knows? Sure. Because people like to... Uh, That's so many people in a day, though. That's grandiose. Uh, but that was about 80% of the Roman army in the yeah. field. Uh, and they say, just to put it in perspective, like, and I don't know much about this battle, but the worst... Um, the worst day in the history of the British Army, uh, they usually talk about the Battle of the Somme in 1916. Okay. Uh, and they only so lost... World War One. Yeah, World War One, And they only lost 20,000. Oh. And it's a lot easier mm-hmm. because they have guns. Because they have, uh, yeah, they got guns and they have, you know, stuff. Yeah. They have stuff. They have lots of stuff. But what they're... The, this, I was talking about this late, earlier, but the male population of Rome in 216 BCE is... Around only be like four hundred thousand. So it's like a tenth of them. Yeah, at so least like on one day. a tenth to a twentieth of the entire male population oh probably gosh. died in that one battle. Uh, versus like Britain had a population of like forty-one million. Right. Right. So it's, it's significantly less of their actual population. Right. A lot of people died, and it's like scary even thinking about. Numbers. Like numbers. Yeah. Like 40,000 people dying in one <laughs> in one day. In, yeah. But if that's like an actual, like, sizable percentage of your country's population. Oh, yeah, you're just people entirely. Not you're just your army, but like your yeah. people. Yeah, so every, everyone in Rome was touched Oof. by this war in some way or another. Right. But uh, Hannibal didn't win because they just didn't surrender. It's like, it's weird how. Mm. Like, easy that is? Not easy, I guess. But it's like, it's just, just like, do you give up? And they're like, uh, no. We're not done. We'll be back. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna keep doing this. Give us a bit. We're gonna Here's, regroup for a minute. Give us a bit. Uh, we'll be back. And it's like, are you crazy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think especially, um, back then it was easier. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um... 
Like, Napoleon gets captured. He has no choice. He has to surrender, even though he doesn't want to. Yep. Um, and the same now. Like, a lot of times, you know, people will fight and fight until they get captured, but it's a lot easier to mm-hmm. capture someone. Yeah. When they don't have, you know, when it's not going to be hand-to-hand combat with them, <clears throat> and they don't have a full army behind them. Right. Uh, so, like, finally, Hannibal just gets called back home, and he doesn't actually win. Because the Romans won't surrender. Oh, so they just... So it's not that the Romans win, it's just that Hannibal doesn't win. Uh, yeah, but then the Romans okay. follow him home, uh, destroy him by stepping out of the way, as we mentioned, and then they basically take apart Carthage brick by brick oh, and gosh. raise it to the ground so there's nothing left. And now you understand why there's a perfectly good reason to hate Romans. Yep. Although, uh, it's really intriguing. I hear people discuss, like, that this battle kind of fanned the flame of Roman military might. Right. In a way, like, if no one had come along and, like, murdered all of them, Mm. they probably wouldn't have uh, escalated and armed themselves quite as quickly or as thoroughly as they did. Right. Probably so wouldn't have been uh, as effective at conquering as much as they did. Yeah, so uh, thanks, uh, Hannibal. For making the Roman Empire a true great. Yeah. <laughs> for inspiring them to for inspiring be them much to better than they were. New and murderous heights. Woohoo! Uh, Hannibal survives the final battle, and he continues to live for a bit, kind of around the Mediterranean. And then he, get, he gets hired on as, like, uh, um... Uh, <coughs> sorry. As an advisor to uh, like kings and stuff, okay, because he has a brilliant uh, mind. He knows how to do things. Uh, like one of his tactics is like throwing venomous snakes at his enemies. Mm. Like when you're on a ship and people are okay. like, "Okay," like <laughs> uh, I was gonna say on the battlefield. Like if you're just on the <laughs> field, I'm like, once again, though, like maybe they bite you. Once again. But on boats, that's great. You need to calm down. Why are all of your weapons usable against you so easily? You need to calm down. <laughs> but on a boat, that makes a lot of sense. On a boat, it makes more sense. And people are like, that's cowardly. And he's like, okay, but whose ship is full of asps? <laughs> Yours. Yours is. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Good luck. That happened to Pretty Little Liars one time. I don't know if it was a poisonous snake, but they threw a snake into their, like, uh, changing room and they locked him in. Yeah. Uh, Pretty awesome. I personally can't think of anything more terrifying than <laughs> being on a ship in the middle of the ocean and the ship is now full of mambas. Or maybe being in a changing room that you're locked in. Like I mean, a you small, can... closed space. Okay, maybe. But you can leave the changing room. You well, can't. Well, if you're locked in. Like, they trapped you. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're just going to die. <laughs> Yeah. Just give in. I mean, the girls are pretty little liars. Don't die because they're main characters and, you know, that would be lame. But that was Hannibal's greatest <laughs> problem. He wasn't a pretty little liar. Right. He wasn't on a TV show where it's, they won't kill you off. It's okay, Hannibal. You're my pretty little liar. <laughs> You're my pretty little Roman hater. Uh, so the Romans track him down and they're like, give us Hannibal or else, basically. And the king's like, sure. <laughs> Oh, rough. Sure, have him. Doesn't even try. Not really. I mean, I get it, I guess. Yeah, but uh, Hannibal commits suicide, and that's the end of Hannibal. Do you know how he commits suicide? Uh, I want to say snake, but I might be confusing him with Cleopatra. Okay. I know that, I'm, well, I know that the general 
knowledge of Cleopatra is it was a snake, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, although that could be a rumor. Dram- I'm not really sure. Dramatization. Right. It's very, you, it's just, it conjures a very dramatic image of, you know, just, <sighs> ah, for love and stupid reasons. <laughs> Yay. Oh, well, that's sad. Did he have kids? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Oh. He was super into his elephants. Right, he didn't have time for his women. elephants. Women and children. He's, he's like Tesla. He's like, I have to elephants. I don't have time for the ladies. He had like a wife, but she's never mentioned. I think oh. she kind of stayed back in uh, like Spain and didn't do much. I mean, that's kind of a nice marriage to have if like you don't really, especially like in those days, you didn't marry people because you were like in love with them. Mm-hmm. So then he just leaves and kind of leaves you alone. And he probably sent you money. And elephants. Uh, well, no, you sent him elephants. He sends you money. He tries to send him <laughs> elephants and tell your, your brothers-in-laws and your father-in-laws, yeah. like, we know you're enabling him. Please don't do this. We can't do this anymore. We're running out of elephants. We're cutting off your elephant supply. It's so expensive to the army. I know you've been raising them with the pigs to make sure they're good, but, like, we can't. Raising them with the pigs. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. So imagine his wife getting a letter that says... Oh, I need you to buy some pigs for the elf, the baby elephants. And she's like, what? Very important. We need pigs. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, if you can, light them on fire every now and then. Just Live to... pigs. We don't need meat. We need pigs. We just need pigs. Put them in with the elephants. Yep. <sighs> That's Hannibal. Huh. Not Lecter. No. I tried to figure out, like, if there was a deeper meaning to naming Hannibal Lecter Hannibal besides just the word play. Right, that it rhymes. Uh, Cannibal. Not, not a whole lot. There was one, like, one brief story that maybe the soldiers had to resort to eating each other okay. when they were crossing the Alps, but sure. I only saw it mentioned in one place and nowhere else. Okay, so it's not the most reputable yeah. information. And it's certainly not a famous part of the story in I any mean, way. Obviously it rhymes, but, like, the name, and I don't know if this is why I feel this way, but the name Hannibal also sounds intimidating and, like, kind of um, aggressive, mm-hmm. and I feel like that also makes sense for Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, like, foreign-sounding, uh, for Americans at least in this day and age, and, like, um, and if you, you have an aggressive kind of foreign force, it's that's kind of scary. So right. It makes sense. Sure. And it rhymes. So. And it rhymes. We love rhyming humans. And of all the cannibal elephant man. <laughs> the Flash. The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to be the title of this episode. No, it's very long. No, uh, that would make... <laughs> that would just confuse the hell out of all the search engines. Everyone. Confuse all the people. What is your podcast about? <laughs> no one's really sure. I mean, we have an episode called Good Luck with You and Your Pimps, so, like, really. That episode did really well. <laughs> people love that. I mean, Sheila's real cool. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. All right. Well, that's thank you for teaching me about Hannibal and horrifying me with incendiary pics. Oh, they're my favorite. I could not have even imagined something so oh terrible. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> That's something out of like a from even. software game. Like that's oh, that's gosh. some like that's the final boss is like a giant flaming pig. What right. comes out of somewhere? No, I couldn't couldn't have even imagined. Yeah, but oh boy, did the ancient world imagine? They're like, we should cover it in pitch. Not and light only it on did fire. they imagine, they did it. They did it. 
they love setting stuff on fire. It's effective. Like, it works. Let's set pigs on fire. Let's do Greek fire and set the water on fire. Everything on fire. Everything on fire. I mean, it still works now. What if you had like uh, a Fallout game that had like atomic pigs? Hmm, that'd be pretty cool. Like radiation pigs. See, I'm thinking even right now, like you could just do Molotov cocktails. Like that's great. Yeah. Or like, I mean, and bombs are just fire. Pig in a bottle. <laughs> Pig in a bottle. <laughs> Like get in there, get in, and we're gonna light you on fire. So sad. It kind of squeals a bit. You'd have to have like such a small pig, a really big ball, little tiny baby pig. Oh, it's so depressing. Little little teacup pig. Okay, we're done now. (laughs) Now I'm sad. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Sorry for the the gap in episodes. It allowed me to recover enough to speak without coughing every minute. Yep. Haley's got the sickness, and it helps me editing (laughs) to not have to go around. I'm down with the sickness. Mostly. Uh. And hey, new listeners, we love you. You're great. We see the numbers occasionally from, like, countries that people are listening to. To yeah. or from. Yeah, they're listening from. We got a lot of people from Japan, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks, Japan. You're super cool. We and love you, as Japan. a gift to you, next week I'm going to do um, a episode about my favorite war, um, which is the Russo Japanese War. I can't wait. And spoiler alert, <laughs> you guys do really well. <laughs> I love it. It's like a mix because I love when Russians fail. Oh, it's just, just so oh, tasty. It's so tasty. I love you, yeah. Russia, but. Oh, there, no one is better at failing spectacularly. No, than it's Russians. it's so enjoyable to watch uh, Russia just fail. Yeah, it's like oh no, and like especially like in this in that case, it's because of just their own like arrogance entirely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but enough about that. You'll learn about yeah. that next week. You sure will. Uh, let me see. We have an email at hysterical history podcast at gmail.com we do email us please we'd love to hear from you yeah feedback um things you thought were funny extra stories or um stuff you'd like us to talk about we would love to hear about that yeah uh we have our website hysterical history dot symbolcast.fm yep where our episodes are at. You can also, we have a Facebook page where we post our sources and we post our episodes and sometimes we post funny memes. So you can go to that too. Uh, Anything else? I think that's mostly it. All right. Uh, Don't light a pig on fire today. Please don't. Not just today, just ever. Just don't. Unless it's like already dead. Yep. Invade Italy through the Alps today. (laughs) Every day with the elephants. All right. See you next week. Yep, you'll hear us next time. Bye.